episode of the hashtag goes low impact. Today we're talking about how to get from an initial idea to a tangible business concept. In my beginnings, the last six to eight months when I started my business, it also has been hard for me to understand the whole process behind everything. They talk about business plans, but before we get to a business plan, we have to develop our initial idea a little bit further to actually write or be able to write 10 pages about our business and our business concept. So today we're talking about my top tips on how to develop your initial idea to a real concept that you can then transfer to a business plan and everything that I've learned in the past six to eight months. Plus, we also have some bonus material at the end for people who have not yet found an idea but want to establish a business themselves. So without further ado, let's get right to it. My first top tip is brainstorming. That is something I have done a lot when I started in January, between January and May. Just write everything down that crosses your mind. Doesn't matter if it's valuable, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't even matter if it makes any sense. Just whatever crosses your mind, that's what you write down. When you have written down everything that you thought about and your brain is basically empty, that's then when you start thinking about everything you've written down, that's when you start evaluating and that's when you start categorizing. So what I did was when I had the idea, okay, I'm writing sustainable travel guides, that's a very broad approach. I just thought about everything that crosses my mind regarding the topic that I want to cover, like in the sense of what kind of contents do I want the Olympic guides to have? What kind of format would they have? How could they look like? Where would I like to dis distribute them? What would I need to do in order to be able to actually sell a product like that? Just anything that crosses crossed my mind is what I wrote down on my piece of paper. And then when I didn't have any further ideas, I started to look at everything that I wrote down and started to categorize. So I made a category about the format of the Olympic Guide. I made a category about the contents of the Olympic Guide. So just for clarification reasons, we're going to talk about this now so you can understand what I'm aiming at. I took, for example, from my first initial brainstorming paper, the category format of Olympic Guide. And then I just started writing down everything that has only to do with the format. So for example, what kind of format could the Olympic Guide have? It could be an audiobook, it could be an ebook, I could make a print version, it could be a web app, it could be an app, and so on and so forth. And then I did the same thing with the contents of the Olympic Guide. Just a new piece of paper and wrote down everything that I that came to mind when it came to the contents. For example, hotels, restaurants, shops, and so on. Just anything you think about. And then every time you just try and find new ways of categorizing content that you have written on your brainstorming piece of paper. And then in that way, you just start thinking and reflecting on everything you wrote down and really go deeper and deeper into the topic and really find new things to think about every time you brainstorm. So that is what I did. But one very important thing that I've said up front too is that you don't evaluate before you have written down everything you thought about. That is very important because otherwise you're gonna get stuck and the brainstorming process really just is writing everything down. That is what brainstorming is for. 
One other very important thing I have been doing upfront in the first few weeks and months of building my business is I have asked myself a few very, very important questions. One being the classic question that everybody tells you to think about. What kind of problem am I solving? Think about the problem that is lying beyond or beneath your topic and then think about are you solving a problem? Are you still in need? Are you doing anything to help someone else? Because this is really when your business concept or your business idea becomes something that is actually valuable for a lot of people out there. So the very important question up front is, am I solving a problem? And if yes, what problem am I solving? So for example, for the low impact guides, and in my case, I had the problem that people did not have a sustainable alternative to Lonely Planet, Marco Polo, top 10 travel guides, and so on and so forth. These travel guides did not have any sustainable content. And that was a problem I was trying to solve with the Low Impact Guide. So people were trying to find very accessible, easy content that they do not have to research and that was not available yet. So this is the problem I'm solving, just for clarification reasons. I'm just trying to make you understand where I'm getting at. So I hope it's okay that I just throw in things from my personal experience and my company because also I want to be very honest and I want to bring like very, very real life examples. So this is the real life example from my business. Another question I have been asking myself and I don't know if that is relevant for everybody but I think it's better to ask yourself the question and then not need it instead of not asking it. So I'm still putting it out there. The question is or the question that I've been asking myself too is Am I solving the problem entirely or am I only solving it halfway, like only a part of it? Because this is relevant when you think about a whole business. Like it's it's nice to think about a business idea, but ideally you'll build a business around your idea or your product. So for example, with my problem, people not having sustainable travel guides, like not having readily available content in the form of a travel guide that you do not have to do any research or any don't spend any time on, I am solving the problem with the Olympic guides entirely. But to just clarify where I'm getting at is, for example, you, it could be possible that you're having to have like a few different products to solve a problem. Like, for example, I knew that I had to also provide other valuable content around sustainable traveling instead or apart from the Olympic Guides. But just generally speaking, the Olympic Guide is uh, solving the problem entirely. But for other business cases, this may not be the case. For other business cases, maybe you would need a few other different products, like four, four or five products to actually solve the entire problem because you cannot find just one product that will solve the entire problem. I hope this is very understandable. If not, please let me know and I'll try to cover it again. The third and very, very, very important question too is how am I solving the problem? With what am I solving the problem? In my very case, it's the Olympic Guide. It's an ebook. I could also be solving it with a print version. I could also be solving it with a web app or an app. 
but please ask yourself how because this really is an important thing to know you have to think about the how you're solving it so for example i'm not 100% sure if the ebook is going to be the perfect fit for solving the problem which is why i'm currently working with you guys and the focus group on deciding whether this is going to stay in ebook like the low impact guide is going to stay in ebook or if you're going to make a print version or a web app or an app so if you have an opinion on that please let me know shoot me a message write me anywhere you like i'd really love to know what you think but this is really about the how i'm solving the problem and this will also evolve throughout time. So please don't expect to know everything up front. Please, because it's not possible. Things are evolving while you're at it. The next topic to think about is, is my idea or my product long-term or short-term relevant? For example, the Low Impact Guide is going to be a long-term relevant product. As we know, the sustainability has become more and more important, especially in the last few months or the last year, but it will become even more important in the future because we know scientists have said like five to 10 years to make sure that the world is still alive, more or less. And then this topic is not going to go away very soon. The other aspect you can think about in to make the comparison to short term for example, a very ridiculous example, but just for clarification, I'm making this. In three months, we have an event and you want to make a very specific product line just for this event. You have three months to sell this product. You have three months to market it. You have three months, basically. And then after the event, your products are probably not going to be as relevant anymore. So this is very short term just as a comparison. So it's important to think about, is this gonna work and last me long-term or is this just a short-term thing? Because also your approach is gonna change depending on that. A very important aspect to think about that is not especially idea-related, but very person-related is the question, what kind of expertise are you bringing to the product, the business, the concept, etc., etc., as a person? as a character what kind of areas can you serve and what do you have to outsource or what do you need to freelance where do you need some help more or less this is relevant because if you have a product and you can't really serve the most important aspects or the most important parts of your idea then you'll have to outsource some parts of it right there and then at the moment, right at the start. So for example, for the Olympic Guide, I come from a marketing, journalism, management area before. So I was serving the most important things like writing, researching, business-related things right at the beginning. So I could start without having real problems. It's only now that I really try to expand and, and strategically grow and everything that I'm seeing some issues with things that I don't serve. Or for example, I knew right at the beginning that accounting and taxes and everything was not going to be my expertise. So I had to outsource that right up the front. But this is something relevant because if it costs you a lot of money to outsource, this is a very, very relevant thing also to think about when you have to do right at the beginning because things are expensive and you have to have the money and you can't just ignore that part, basically. 
So those are my top tips on how to get from the idea to our first concept. But it's only part one. Next week, we're going to talk about how to get from your concept to a real business plan and then really have a tangible concept that you can actually work on. So if you have any questions, if you want me to cover anything, please shoot me a message, leave me some comments anywhere you like, and I'll get to that next week. But now I really want to talk about the things I've learned in the past six to eight months. And one very, very important thing is that you don't have to know everything right at the beginning. When I started out, I wanted to have all the answers right at the front, right at the beginning. And I thought if I was not going to find all my answers in the first few weeks, then I was going to kind of be screwed. But that is not true. You are growing very, very much in the first year of starting your business. You're learning so much. People are helping you. If you don't have the answers right at the beginning, then trust me, at some point you are going to grow with your idea and then you're going to find the answers. You're going to talk to people who have answers and so on and so forth. But please take the pressure off your shoulders and don't expect to know everything right at the beginning. Also, something that has proven very valid for me is that when you grow and you really get into your entrepreneurial spirit, then you also start thinking and looking at things differently. So your your perception and your vision and everything just changes very rapidly. Like I have really just started evolving into my own business idea the past few month basically and that means the past five months I've only grown and now I'm really just only starting to understand everything in a very 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 slow pace so really everything will fix itself with time as long as you stick to it for example like when I started my Instagram account on the first of January 2019, I thought it was a brilliant idea to make these fact sheets in bright colors. And I think only three weeks after I started, I really just didn't like that anymore. It looked weird and it looked really not very suitable for my topic and my business anyway. So I stopped and the last eight months, I really have only been trying to figure out how to style my Instagram content and I'm still not there but you really are just trying and figuring it out especially if you're like me and you're coming from a very corporate perspective like a very corporate background and you haven't been in any startup before and you haven't uh, been self-employed or started a business or haven't had that entrepreneurial spirit then please, please stop pressuring yourself and give yourself some time to grow and evolve. I'm reassuring you right here, it is happening for sure. Another thing that I find very important and that has also proven relevant for me in the past months has been to be very open to feedback. Let me put it like that. People are going to talk to you about your idea and you better listen just simply because You can always use what people tell you, especially if it's potential customers, corporation partners, sponsors, whoever it is. The feedback is relevant also for you to reflect on your idea. And sometimes, or not sometimes, always, every time that I have talked to people about my idea, people have said some things 
just snippets that have been relevant for me and that I could move upon and that I could think about and that have been somehow evolving to some more tangible aspects of my business that I have just really been able to reflect on them and use them for something in the future. So please be open to feedback and talk to people about your idea. Yes, I know you're scared that if you talk too much about your product, that people are going to steal it and make it their own. But things like that happen and things like that don't happen. You never know. If you're, in, if you're really just very scared about that, then you're closing yourself up from feedback from people actually giving you valuable feedback about your idea and then you're very very close in in terms of reflection because you really don't have any partner to talk about in terms of reflection you really have to listen to people and be open for people to talk to this is important because it just will change your perspective on your idea too so let this be and reassurance that it's okay to talk about the idea and you'll just very much benefit from it rather than lose. Okay, now I want to get to the bonus part of this episode. Talking about what you can do if you don't have an idea yet. Like I have been very, very lucky basically, I would say. My idea just came to me. I didn't have to do anything about it. But If you really want to be self-employed, start a startup, build a business or anything like that and you don't have an idea, there are a few things that you can do to push your innovative brain into the right direction. So the first thing I would very much recommend is just to talk to people about basically anything at any time that you can think about. Just ask them what kind of problems they've been facing, what drives them insane on a daily basis. What kind of problems do they know about that do not have a solution yet? This is a perfect basis to start your thinking process. Simply because you already are talking about a problem that needs solving. And this is very valuable because that also means that in the in the future you'll be serving a bunch of people with some solution that you've come up with. So talking about problems is always a good idea. Also Einstein, I remember, said like he's he's spending most of his time thinking about the problem and only very little time thinking about the solution. So I'd recommend just talking to people about the problems they've been facing because this will ultimately lead you to finding a solution for something and this is always a good place to start. Another tip I'd like to give you is to try and see the world through a problem-solving lens. Try and think about ways to improve the world, systems or processes. This is a great way to find a business idea that actually solves an issue. Really, satisfying a need should be at the core of your business. Solving an issue will always be of great help if you're trying to build a successful business. So this is one of my tips that I'd really recommend you do. Try and think about problems that need solving. And, if you can, talk to people about it. Something that also has been helping other people, not me because my idea just came to me, but other people I've been talking to, friends and family also, is go through your hobbies, interests and passions and especially go go and dig deeper. Think about one task of your hobby, of your interest, whatever, of your passion that you really like performing. Something that you like most about that. Like this is another very random 
example that I'm coming up with. But for example, you like uh, making burgers at home. So think about what kind of tasks do you like most? You like to chop onions? Is there something that you can make or invent or do that makes chopping onions for burgers easier, better, more fun? Anything that you can think about. Also because when it is something that interests you, your passion will be activated and you need a lot of passion and commitment to build a business. So if you have your passion on your side, on your business side, this is a plus and it'll get you very far. So if you can think about a task or something in your passions, hobbies and interests that you would like to improve or just change or do it all, invent, then this is also a great service. And last but not least, a very, very probably hard to perform task or idea, but I think it could be of great value. And it's something that I have thought about a lot is write down every single thing that annoys you on a daily basis. Something that people have not found a solution for yet. Something that is a problem but hasn't been solved. So if you write down this on a daily basis, I personally think this is great, not only because it'll bring you probably some business ideas, but also because it'll help you reflect on the way you're seeing the world. And it maybe can increase your gratitude levels too. And it's, it's a great way to find problems that need solving and that you have come across and maybe you're even passionate about them. So I'd recommend if you have time and you're not in a stress mode about building a business and trying to be self-employed, then I think this would also be a good thing to do. Well, this was today's episode on how to get from an idea to a business concept. Next week, we're talking about business plans and how to improve your business concept, like the part one we did today, and then take it into your business plan and really make it something tangible that you can show to people businesses and and partners and sponsors and also banks and everything and if you have any questions please let me know i'd love to do a q a next week and i'd really love to have you until then see you next time bye